I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, startin' Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, fill a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah All right, everybody, what's up? We're back for Tides Tuesday. It was week 17. We got one more week in the NFL regular season, and then playoffs are playoffs. Right around the playoff. There we go. Are right around the corner, brother. What is up? Play, team oh, clinched, man. clinched. So what's going on, bro? Well, I don't know where to begin. It's been a crazy ride for both of us. Happy we're back again. Hopefully we can be set with our previews this week and everything else Awesome. A fun baseball show tomorrow, but um, how do I not begin with Antonio Brown and that Jets collapse? I mean, that QB sneaks giving me nightmares still. We had the GOAT beat. Tom Brady wins nine straight. I think we got to start there now. Yeah, let's let's start it off. So first off, uh, not to mention, to, to start off with the obvious that Antonio Brown is a, the biggest clown in the, uh, in the world. He's a bozo. Because of what he's done. Everybody was wondering what happened. You know, he pulled up. We've seen this before at MetLife, Jules. You remember when uh, um, Marcus Peters got thrown yeah. out of the game and he got <laughs> If I was, yeah, I thought about that actually. Yeah, no, he um, he walked off the field. He uh, he took off his uh, shoulder pads and jersey, threw it on the sideline, and took off his shirt. And it was pretty cold outside. I mean, he's crazy that he did that. But I'm gonna tell, but. For those of you who don't know what happened, I could is he said that his ham uh, his ankle wasn't healthy enough to go back in the game. They felt it was, and Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich said that if he uh, wasn't healthy enough, then get off the sideline. And that's when he had his tire his tirade runs and runs onto the field during play, and then goes back to the locker room. And I could tell you this: there was a security guard that thought he was a fan and tackled Antonio Brown <laughs> while he was running into down the tunnel. Yeah. I heard of that too. And I heard that they were going to try to make a move on him before he went into the tunnel. But then someone's like, it's a B and stuff. That picture that's going to be an infamy is the one where he's like doing a jumping jack while the play is going on. Like what the hell? Like, can you imagine what the Bucks teammates were thinking when they saw him out in the end zone and like what the Jets players and stuff were thinking like Robert Zala said he didn't notice it until after he left. I don't even believe that. I think he's just lying honestly. Cause how do you, not notice that i'm sorry well no yeah, how every- locked in you are everyone had to notice that well everybody of course noticed it and it's it's just embarrassing you're sitting you're on the other sideline saying what the hell's wrong with this guy and then with the first off i could tell you this tom brady's embarrassed because tom brady is the yeah. one who stuck his neck out for uh, for antonio brown and antonio brown not to mention he was eight catches away from earning an incentive that would have got him a million dollars so yeah. his little tirade Cost him a million bucks. Now I don't understand yeah. why he would want to do that because the guy's all about money. Yeah. So and I'm going to tell you this: who I feel really bad for is Mike Evans. Mike Evans was trying to convince him. Mike Evans, listen, the Buccaneers' offense, receiver-wise, other than him, is kind of depleted. No, because look at there's no Godwin. Um, yeah. Scotty Miller's still there. They still got Gronk, but Antonio yeah, Brown was the. Antonio Brown could have literally, and I'm watching tape right now of the game while we're talking about this. Antonio Brown could have literally put up like 15 catches on this Jets secondary. I don't understand what was going through his mind. It's embarrassing for the league. It's embarrassing for him. He stayed in New York last night. He went to the Nets game. He, the the guy doesn't care about it. Listen, he's never going to change. The guy doesn't care about anybody but himself. That's just who he's one of the most selfish players I've ever I've ever witnessed and not, I have to admit this. He's one of the greatest receivers of all time, but the I'm, I'm at a loss for words at what I saw because yeah, he, he's just, it's embarrassing. Cause, and then Tom Brady sticks his neck out for you and you embarrass him. So he doesn't care about Tom. Not at all. He doesn't give to forgive my language. Yeah. He doesn't give two shits about Tom. He it's cares. Just... He cares about Antonio Brown. And you know what? Nobody's going to sign him ever again because of this. Well, Justina was saying that they, she thinks someone would, which really surprised me. I'm sure you saw that, right? 
Yeah, I saw that. I, I'm, I mean, Josina's great at what she does. So if she says it, I believe it. But the thing is, I'm going to believe it when I see it. Yeah, because, it is wild to me. Because listen, Antonio Brown, what he did, that's embarrassing. If you, if they told you, if you weren't healthy and you were upset, why don't you just do it quietly? If you, they tell you to get off the sideline, why don't you quietly walk off the field and after the game, hey, listen, Bruce, I'm sorry I didn't feel healthy enough. Don't, don't, he made it public because he wants everything about a- Antonio. That's how he is. Yeah. And then he made that rap song too. Like it just seems like it's a parody we're living in. Like it doesn't seem like he's a real person. Honestly, like I don't even know what to say anymore. Like watching the game, I see it happen. Like he's gone. At first, I, well, we didn't see it live. Everyone showed it after the fact. But then they're like, he left the sideline, just the crazy situations. The Jets are trying to win a game. Uh, he only had three catches for 26 yards, and he had one play for 21 yards. One of the Jet reporters was saying he cooked someone on a route, too. I'm assuming it was a 21-yard catch. But, like, I don't know what the angle story and all that, like, what ends up happening. The bonuses are so close. I think he needed, like, um, it was, like, 24 yards or maybe, like, 60 yards or something and another touchdown, too. But, like, just a crazy situation. I don't think he's playing with a full deck of card upstairs. I don't know if it's CTE. Everyone's saying that, but like he's clearly not mentally there. I don't know like what the issue is, but uh, I think he needs help. Honestly, I don't know what's wrong with him, but like someone needs to evaluate him. Well, he definitely has some mental issues, and CTE is definitely going to be the problem. And we all and you could bring this back when he got that hit from Vontez Burfick yep. years ago. That's where it all went downhill. That and it's just a proven fact and. It's a shame because Antonio Brown before this was not a bad person. You never heard anything about him. You heard, all you heard of the only thing he did that was dumb. Was, remember during the AFC Championship game in 2016, he he went on Facebook Live and it caused that issue. Yeah, that was like the first sign of like what the hell's up with him. But that was kind of funny compared to the other stuff we're seeing here, like sexual harassment, the incident with the Raiders, and all the stuff. And like New England takes him in and he's out and all that. But like. Just a wild situation. And then the situation he was going to throw a fit if he went to Buffalo. Cause like I was trying to think about teams he could go to. Like, would the Chiefs take a chance with him? Imagine him with Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey. I don't think anyone should right now. But the other thing is that the Bucs haven't officially cut him yet. The NFL is trying to decide what to do with him. Like, are they going to make him get help or something? Are they going to suspend him? Like, I don't know. Uh, I think that it's very, uh, unorthodox and i'm actually shocked that the buccaneers didn't officially release him but i think what they're doing is is um holding off i honestly you know what i i don't know what they're doing i think they're just waiting on what the nfl wants it's really strange but i'll tell you this with this game with the buccaneers is that the jet i'm I'm not taking anything away from the jets because they played their heart they played tremendous they and not only – and I'm watching this now. They were going to do a Philly special, and Berrios ran it in for a touchdown. Zach Wilson in two weeks straight, even against the Buccaneers defense that, that was missing a few players, the Jets played really good. I mean, you can't take anything away from them. If I'll tell you this. You guys had this game won, but Tom Brady just did yeah. what he did. It's But I'm just telling you this. What I've been seeing from Zach Wilson the past two weeks is, is pro- progress. And Jets fans have to be happy with what they're seeing because the Buccaneers defense isn't a bottom five defense. It's one of the top in the league. So, you know what you did, you got to give tip your hat to what they, what they did. And the, but you know, Tom Brady does what he does, no matter who's in, he makes plays. Yeah. I feel like Antonio Brown took away from the main story, which should have been about the Jets, how they almost won this game. But uh, one thing on Brown, maybe I have one last theory and tell me what you think, and then we'll move on from him because I don't want to waste too much time. I think they might be trying to hold him so, like, another team doesn't sign him before the playoffs, maybe. Yeah, that could be something. I could, like a playoff team in the NFC that's looking to uh, – that needs a receiver that he could go to. But honestly, I think there's a team – I don't know if a team wants to put up with his nonsense, and wherever he goes, who knows if he's even going to uh, – want to play for them that's another thing so it, yeah. it all goes it all goes into antonio brown's like mindset you know he said he got right but he didn't it was all just a front and i th- and then last week if you saw um what happened was when he was asked by buccaneers reporter for espn jenna lane she asked him about 
uh, that question where he's like, oh, you guys cause drama. No, Antonio, you're the one causing drama. Yeah, the vaccine card was outrageous and all that. And then they still – they would have cut him if they didn't have all the injuries. The wide receiver, like, you told me he was going to get cut, and I thought they were going to do that. But, like, obviously they should have. I mean, I think the NFL doesn't want him to play the rest of the year. That could be why they're just making sure, like, no one gets him for the playoffs or something. I don't know. Because it's very odd that he hasn't been cut. Because they said like the NFL wants to step in and see like what they can do. Maybe they'll just suspend him. I don't. I don't know. But we'll move forward. We don't want to waste too much on him. Yeah, I'll, but I'll end it with this too. Tom Brady, great comeback. Both the Jets played their hearts out, so you got to tip their hat to them because they played very, very well. But yeah, moving on to um, we'll do the Patriot game. This is a quick one. Patriots needed to. We're on a two-game skid. Needed to get right. You go against the Jaguars and you get right. Bill Belichick is now 19-0 and at home against rookie quarterbacks. Unbelievable. And if you saw the Patriots, Mac Jones played tremendous. Ramondre Stevenson is a stud. Uh, Damian Harris had a great game. And then the Patriots were playing uh, with a practice squad wide receiver, and he had two touchdowns. So <laughs> Sounds like Jacksonville for me. Yep. So the Patriots go to 10-6. and six. They clinch a playoff spot. Um all I'm going to say is this Jacksonville team needs a lot of restructuring because it's really bad offensively and defensively. But what I saw from the Patriots, and I'm not taking anything away, it's the Jaguars for crying out loud. But all I will say is is this, is that I like what I saw from the Patriots. They got to win against Miami, and then they go into the playoffs in two weeks. But Patriots yeah. playoff, but Patriots back in the, where they belong in the playoffs. Yeah, um, I don't have much to say about that. I mean, it's, it's cut and dry. Um, the Patriots did what they had to do. The Jaguars were terrible. The one story I'm sure you saw was funny. <laughs> Steve mentioned in our group chat um, about the Jaguars fans dressing up as clouds next week. Oh, yeah, I see. <laughs> that is funny. It's very fitting. Uh, imagine seeing a bunch of clouds out there. But I want to talk Jets quick. I won't be long, but I love what I see from Zach. Zach was great, except the QB sneak call was idiotic, moronic, asinine, whatever you want to call it, whatever called it. The coaching staff communication, him calling his own number. I mean, the handoff to Barrios was a first down. I'm sure you watched it a million times. You can't tell me that wasn't a guaranteed first down, a game winner. Braxton is a beast, extends him right now. And eight catches for 65 yards. He also had two carries for 12 in that touchdown. He's in the Philly special. His returning has been excellent, too. Might have been a Pro Bowl snub. Michael Carter got hurt, but had a 57-yard run. He's been a beast, too. I mean, Walter's doing decent. I love the progression and the arrow pointing up for Zach Wilson. And you're going to need our help next week if you want to win that division, brother. Yeah, I know. So please do me a favor and, and, <laughs> and help us out. Help a brother out. Well, we're 17-point dogs, so it's going to be tough. Maybe something could happen. Hey, I mean, we should have won last week, but that's that last play with the safety ride without getting over in time. Like, well, you have one job, but like, I don't understand where he was. Like, that just me and my dad were going off when Brady threw that game when he touched down. You would have been dying. <laughs> I wish I was there to see that. I really do. <laughs> yeah, it was not, we were not happy. No, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. <laughs> Yeah, we wanted that dub. Like, I know the draft pick we normally get upset about, but that was the time where we had – it was a good – it would have been a nice victory to, like, go out on top, like, before the season ends. But what are you going to do? Um, the effort was great, and I love the progress. I'm actually seeing progress for the first time since, like, 2016 or 15 when we missed the playoffs probably. Yeah, so, I, like I said, you know, hats off. Back past two games, you played great. So, build off of that for next year. Yep, we'll see. Yep, so next game um, we'll go to is uh, Philly and Washington. And to me, the biggest story of this game is what happened after the game when Jalen Hurts was walking off the field and the barrier for the the fans broke and literally fell on him. That place is a dump. That field needs to be blown up. It's terrible. It's it's bad. The fans – could have gotten really hurt, and uh, this in this game, I'll just tell you this: uh, uh, the Eagles go into the playoffs. They got a lot of players on COVID now. What a so story! Yeah, it's crazy. You clinch a playoff spot, and then all of your players get COVID. Uh, Goddard, Fletcher Cox, Jason Kelsey—it's just something else, man. And 
uh, Heineke's magic is starting to wear out. Yeah, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm hats off to the Eagles though, for making the playoffs. Whoever would have thought they'd be a playoff team. Didn't look like a good team coming into the season. Uh, Nick Sirianni getting some coach of the year votes after some early doubt, I would say. Um, he's, what he's done with this roster is incredible. I mean, the fact that even if they get the last playoff spot, looks like they much they might have to settle for at this point because uh, of the COVID situation. What a great story. Hurts is getting it done. Heineken and the football team are just ready to get golfing. But um, for the Eagles, we'll see what happens. They're going to somehow win a playoff game and have another big upset. But a uh, big story here. There was no um, Miles Sanders. Goddard played well, of course, the COVID situation now. He's been very good for them. But uh, the next week's going to be tough for them. Good thing they have it locked up already. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be tough. And they'll get those players back uh, for the playoffs in two weeks. So. Their hats off to Nick Sirianni. Did a great job with the roster, as you said. I'll agree. And Washington's got a long way to go. The only thing they're excited about is February 2nd when they unveil their new logo and their new name. Yeah, so we can stop calling them the football team. Also, I love how Jalen Hurts made that uh, post about how the football team needs to address their stadium situation. Yep. And I don't, I'm wondering what they're going to do about that. They're going to have to fix it. I mean, the fans got hurt. The fans could sue uh, Washington for that, and they should, and get some money. Yeah, that. another incompetence from Daniel Snyder. The guy's got a laundry list and add that to his resume, too. The guy's yeah. terrible. The guy's the worst owner in sports. He needs to be he needs to be forced to sell already. Enough's enough. Pull a Donald Sterling for for crying out loud. Yeah, they gotta remove him. But uh, how about Chiefs Bengals, bro? That was the best game of the day, potentially. Yo, Jameer Chase is not even human, I don't think. The guy puts up 63 fantasy points, I think it was. That's 11 catches for uh, 266 yards, three touchdowns. The guy's absolutely out of his mind. Um, he is amazing. Yeah. Well, Jam- Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have a, have a connection that's no other. And you saw it at LSU. Jamar Chase is an amazing receiver. He's consistent. He does this every week. He's uncoverable. He runs great routes. And this offense is just so high-powered with these with these receivers. Because if Jamar Chase doesn't get you, then Higgins is going to get you. If you don't, if Higgins gets covered, then Boyd will get you. And then they have another wide receiver slash running back in Joe Mixon. And Joe Burrow's playing his heart out tremendous. This Bengals offense is really, really good. The only concern I have with them is their defense in the playoffs. I want to see what happens if they can hold up because they're going to rely on their offense to score 30, 40 plus. So uh, they have to play catch up. But I will say is this Chiefs defense is bad. Jamar Chase literally ran all over them. Joe Burrow, another 400 yard game back to back. He looks great. Um, And the one thing with the Chiefs, and I'm getting tired of this, is why can't they get the ball to Tyreek Hill lately? I don't understand what's going on. Six catches for 40 yards is unacceptable for Tyreek Hill. He should be getting 10 catches a game. I'm disgusted with it, and you could hear my frustration. I lost two fantasy first-place fantasy leagues. I had Tyreek Hill in both leagues, and he did nothing. So I understand, yeah. I don't understand it at all either, and, you know, something's got to give with that, but the Bengals, my hat off to them. This team is very good, and and they're going to be good for the foreseeable future. They gave up a third and 27 to Jameer Chase. Like, how do you let that happen? One-on-one coverage for 30-plus yards. Like, that's embarrassing. I don't care how good the player is. I know. And he – the one thing about Jamar Chase, he reminds me so much of a faster Odell Beckham. He doesn't drop. He runs great routes. He's uncoverable. He's that good. I know. We haven't seen anything like this in a long time. Uh, He's going to be one of the best to ever do it, potentially. Same thing with Joe Burrow at this rate. Patrick Mahomes, very odd day for him. Uh, Only 259 yards, kind of low for him. McCole Hardman led them with 53 yards, and then he threw the ball to, like, 10 different guys. I forgot Josh Gordon's on the Chiefs. He caught a pass for, like, five yards, too. Um, yeah, like 10 different guys catch the ball, but no one has a big day. Even Kelsey only gets 25 in a touchdown. Like, very bizarre. It's, and the Chiefs blew the game, too. They should have won, but crazy. The chi- I'm just going to tell you about the Chiefs. This Chiefs team is not going far in the playoffs. It's not. You. It's. I think that they're, they now 
Have you noticed something? Remember when everyone said they got right? Remember when they were yeah, struggling in the beginning? I thought they so got... too. I started nope. to buy the hype nope, a little bit. Nope, they didn't. They're still they're still the problems. They're still evident. Yeah, and on the other side of the coin, it makes me happy because my uh, my second team, the Tennessee Titans, are going to get the first seed probably as long oh as they beat God. as long as they beat the Texans and. Julio's coming back. Can I get one last ride? Hopefully. I mean, he's going to be back week 18. Hopefully he can hold up if they're making a nice playoff run. Uh, is King Henry coming back this week or are we waiting for the playoffs? No, 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 no. They, he, they have to open up his three-week window to come back, so he'll be back in the playoffs at some point. Yeah, hopefully he can get the first seed. But for the Chiefs, very disappointing. Um, Yeah, but this game, the, the Bengals, you know what? You got to tip your hat off to um, Zach Taylor, who a few years ago only had a cup of coffee with McVay and got the head coaching job. And you see what he's done and the weapons he has. This team is going to be good for a long time. What games should we do next? Let's, you know what? Let's do uh, a quick one. Your Tennessee Titans <sighs> against the Dolphins. The Dolphins completely collapsed. They, had, they, won, they won seven straight. They had a chance to make the playoffs, and with this embarrassing loss, they are now eliminated from playoff contention. Eight and eight, um, looking at this, the Titans found their formula again. They look really, really, really good. The Dolphins looked really bad, and to me, the quick and easy that the Titans now are getting hot at the right time. Yeah, um, I agree, bro. I really do. Um the Titans took over, the Dolphins are fraudulent. They came all this way for nothing. And they were due to have a big letdown, and here it was. And Tannehill didn't have to do much. That's okay. Foreman looked like Henry with his 132 yards and ran for 200 total. And that was it. A.J. Brown only caught two for 41, but two teams going in opposite directions. And it's crazy how all that progress has been lost for the Dolphins. I mean, Got to give them credit for winning seven straight and getting themselves back in it after the one and seven start. But in the end, disappointing year for sure. Of course. Yeah. Now they play the Patriots on Sunday. So that game has no, has no meaning whatsoever, but um, yeah, it was a big letdown a collapse by this Dolphins team and they got a lot of holes they need to fix. Yeah, they definitely do, brother. It'll be interesting to see if they try to revisit that Watson deal or if two is the guy yep. going forward. But they will. They will. That's um, uh, that's something. I'll tell you that. But this game was was over before it even started, and it was something else. But what do you say we go to an even interesting, more interesting game, the Rams and the Ravens? Yeah, Um. The Rams and the Ravens was really good, bro. I mean, the Rams put themselves behind the eight ball with that pick six. Stafford's looked a little shaky lately, but he got it done with Ozell Beckham weight. I got to say, Hunley's still been holding it down for the Ravens, but it wasn't enough, and now they're probably done too. And the Rams are going to try to win the division. We'll see if they can clinch it. They have a big game with the 49ers. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was a good game. Um, And you look at these um stats. Uh, I am going to say something about the Rams. Matthew Stafford and his interception problems are concerning. That's It's really a problem. He's turning the ball over. Yes, he's winning games, but he's turning the ball over a lot lately. And, yeah, he threw for a 309 yards through two touchdowns. Sony Michelle just keeps continuing to do what he does, 19 for 74 and a touchdown. And Cooper Cup, who could stop Cooper Cup? He had 95 yards on six catches and a score. Odell gets into the end zone and they win by one. The Raven, and you look at the Ravens, you know, Tyler Hundley had to play. He didn't have his best game. Um, the rushing attack wasn't really there, even though Freeman had 76 yards. But the Rashad Bateman, seven for 58, Mark Andrews, six for 89. And then the Hollywood Brown is to me, doesn't do anything. Puts up one game, he does well, and then four games does nothing. But this is a crushing blow to the Ravens. They're eight and eight. They're basically almost, they need so many things to go well for them this week that it's almost impossible for them to make it into the playoffs. I know the Ravens are in a really bad spot, um, but they got to just hope for the best win and see what happens. But they, they've gotten too depleted with injuries. It, we kind of knew this was falling out the way. Those two times going for two really cost them. Yep. You know, 
Uh, going for two on those two times when they couldn't have, that could have been two wins. And right now they could have been 10 and six right now and been in the playoffs. Yep, but they won't be. Nope, no, they won't. So that's, uh, you know, John Harbaugh uh, decision-making that has come back to bite them and that's cost them two games, which essentially is good, would have been playoffs. So bad coaching, bad coaching. Yep, that's uh, that's costly. But um, we'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting week 18 for sure. But let's see what game catches our attention right now. Raiders, Colts. I thought the Raiders getting a dub for John Madden. I wasn't expecting them to upset the Colts. Neither was I. I mean, when you look at this, the Raiders, Derek Carr threw two interceptions. I, something's up with him. He's not. He turns the ball over too much, that guy for me too. Uh earning his respect, uh, 255 passing, had a touchdown. Josh Jacobs, 16 for 63 and a score. Um, Zay Jones, you remember Zay Jones when he's on the Bills a few years ago? He went off, eight for a buck 20. Hunter Renfro, you want to you talk about guys who deserve to be paid? How about Hunter Renfro? What a second half to the season he's had. He was tremendous, seven catches, 76 yards and a score. And I'll tell you what, man, and he's a – killer in the return game um but the Colts defense has been playing really well you know you got um Carson Wentz who came off the COVID list and it's obvious that he didn't practice and it wasn't there Jonathan Taylor gets over 100 yards and a touchdown Michael Pittman was the leading receiver with six for 47 but you know it's crazy how the Raiders were able to pull this off and the Colts who are fighting for a playoff spot too didn't need that loss this was huge I know it really puts them in an interesting situation now, but they do have a layup next week against Jaguars. But um, very surprising result for sure. But go for the Raiders and Hunter Renfro's been a nice surprise. Derek Carr still gets it done despite everything going on. And the Raiders got another guy got a DUI after this win. Like, what is up with this team? They just can't get it together. Another, I think it's a nickelback. Who's the guy's name? I can't think. Nate right Hobbs. Now. Nate Hobbs. Well, I mean, I just don't get it. How does that? How do you let that happen after what you saw happen this year? It's it's embarrassing, bro. It really is. It's just they just this team is just filled with guys who are just immature doing things that you saw what happens when you drink and drive. Look at Henry Ruggs right now. He's going to go to jail for the rest of his life because of what he's done. So because of the exact same thing, it's just foolish. Uh, it's very bad. And hopefully they can clean it up with the rest of their guys. And then the response the interim coach gave was kind of puzzling, too. It's like we think we've done enough to like clean it up. But obviously you haven't. So that's an issue still. That's, that that guy's not going to be the coach next year. Making comments and dumb comments like that. You didn't. You're not cleaning up anything. You still got guys uh, drinking and driving and acting foolish and embarrassing the organization. What else is new? I know, and they're actually playing well under the guy too. I mean, but obviously there's other issues that are deeper than that. So Giants Bears. I mean, wow. I don't even know. <laughs> there's not much to say except that. Like we said last week, Joe Judge has to go. The guy's bad news. His press conferences are embarrassing. He's just making the Giants look terrible, honestly. They got to get rid of him. I mean, if you want to keep Daniel Jones, maybe, but uh, Joe, Joe Judge can't be the head coach. He's got to go. Joe, Joe Judge, that press conference, that was embarrassing. And, and you know, it, it's really bad. This Giants team is horrendous. They have so many holes that they need to fill, and it, it's going to take years to fix. Um, when you look at Mike Glennon, who had to play, he only four for 11 for 24 yards and two interceptions, an embarrassment. Saquon Barkley had 102 yards rushing, so he looked good. But the receiving core, literally, Evan Ingram, one catch for 12 yards. It's embarrassing. But when you look at the Bears, you know, uh, daytime Dalton had to play. He only had 173 yards through an interception, but a touchdown. David Montgomery looked good, two touchdowns scored. And for the uh, – the Bears receiving card, Darnell Mooney, seven for 69 in a score. Allen Robinson, and I'm just going to say this. If you if you can't tell Allen Robinson is miserable right now, I don't know I don't know what is. Cause he's got to go now, right? Like he's out of there 100% this time, right? It's, it's over. They're not even going to give him the franchise tag. He's going to go elsewhere. And I'm telling you, Allen Robinson's one of the best receivers in football. And because of the embarrassment he's had to deal with that quarterback – that's why his numbers aren't what they've used to be. Now, do you think his value is going to take a huge hit because how bad he was this year? We think they'll look, understand the situation, a terrible quarterback play. I think, I think he's going to take a contract that's less than what 
we think he should have gotten for sure. Probably, uh, yeah. I, I, I could see – I'll just say this real quick because when the season's over, you know how I'm going to do my free agency uh, yeah. predictions. I'm just going to say Allen Robinson, I think, is Patriots bound. That's what I oh, think. Oh, God. I, think. I mean, and you I'm never not, get it on a cheap deal and all I, that. I don't, I'm not saying this to be a homer. I just think it's a perfect fit, and I think he knows that. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, you guys are looking for more wide receivers in there. Uh, that'll be a topic we'll get to another day. But we'll stay in the division with the Bills. Um, Buffalo, you know, they didn't look too pretty in the first half. The Falcons actually had them beat 15-14 in the first half. But then um, the, the Bills woke up. But this Bills team is not that impressive to me. Josh Allen, three picks against Atlanta. Are you serious, dude? Only 120 yards. But Devin Singletary actually woke up for 110 yards and two touchdowns. Allen ran for 81, but that passing against Atlanta is embarrassing. Their defense is terrible. Like, how does that happen? Yeah, and Matt Ryan, um, I will say this about the Falcons. You know, uh, Cordell Patterson, if you look at his numbers, he didn't do what he usually does. He had no, it kind of an off. They kind of took him out of the game. Uh, Kyle Pitts, two for 69. Buddy Kyle. Yeah, but the Bills, yeah, Josh Allen throwing three interceptions, that's that's a problem. Devin Singletary, as you said, looked great. Allen, Josh Allen ran for 81 yards on 15 carries and scored two TDs. Stephon Diggs, five for 52. I'm just going to say this. This team, there's a way to beat them. Like, I, you just got to keep Allen in the pocket, bring him down, and don't let him extend the play, and that's what's going to happen, and you could beat the Bills. It's just easier said than done. And this Falcons team had them beat. They looked in the second half, in the end of the first half, they looked good, but they just couldn't pull it together and the Bills got the win. But you know what? The Bills can be beat. Maybe the Jets could do uh, <laughs> what, the, what the Bills did to you guys in 2015 and repay the favor. Yeah, except it helps you guys win the division, so it's not a sweep. I'm us, just but... telling you this. I am going to cheer so hard for the Jets. I might not even watch the Patriot game. I'll oh, maybe it. this is the day. Maybe you can pay your bet this week since you need the Jets to win. You know what? Yeah, I am going to pay the bet. I'll go get a, I'll go get a shirt. You know what? Yeah, I will pay the bet. That's it. <laughs> we'll do a pregame show like on Instagram or something, or like we'll make it fun. Like we'll have our picks this week too. We'll come back with that. So yeah, um, I think the Jets could cover the seventeen. I don't know about winning, but we'll get there later in the week. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's funny. <laughs> I will tell you this. How about this game? This is a quick one too. The 49ers and the Tech, the uh, Texans. Uh, oh God. Uh, this was um, Trey Lance's basically debut to show that he could be the starting quarterback. Uh, 16 to 23, 249 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. He did have 31 rushing yards. Debo Samuel doing what he does. Uh, he had all perp- He had almost 80 all-purpose yards or over 80 all-purpose scored a touchdown. Uh, George Kittle did nothing. One catch for 29 yards, embarrassing. But, uh, yeah, he's Eli- been quiet. Elijah Mitchell comes back, 21 for a buck, 19. Looks great. But I'm just going to say this about the Texans. Davis Mills has showed some promise. And I think we could all agree, Brandon Cooks, no matter who the quarterback is, that guy knows how to produce. Yeah, and he's been on a million different teams. We've had a bunch of discussions about him. But um, (laughs) he's looking like he's looking good again. I mean, it'll be smart from the keeping. We we know how the Texans run things, though, so you never know what's going to happen. Davis Mills, he might actually be the answer, or at least he gets another chance next year to see. Um, I don't know what else they could really do with the position. You know, Watson's going to get traded eventually once they figure everything out. Um, but I actually thought the Texans had a chance. I was hoping they would win because the Jets would have dropped down to the third pick with a dub. But they didn't, obviously. Lance and the 49ers took over. Um, and the 49ers have a huge game next week. Yes, they do. And uh, Jimmy Garoppolo prop most likely won't play. They don't know. So Trey Lance, can he go into the playoffs and play really well? Cause he's their quarterback of the future. I think we could all agree. Jimmy Garoppolo basically played his last game with the 49ers because he will not be with them next year. Um, oh, is he playing next week or he's out next week or what? Well, he has that thumb injury. They don't know it's in doubt. So that's the, that's the issue. So there, there's a chance that he could have played his last game with the 49ers. Right. That makes perfect sense. And then he's not going back next year. No, you wouldn't think so. But I we'll think he to goes see. to Washington. That's what I think. 
that would be such a stupid move for them, but that's a move <laughs> they would make. But um, anyway, how about the most exciting game, arguably, in one of them? And that window for sure. Cardinals and Cowboys. You know, the Cardinals, I had a good feeling we'll get this upset. Uh, the Cowboys, it was a classic spot for them to shit the bed. They did. <laughs> Kyler Murray got it done. They were due for a good game. Throws for two touchdowns. He's also undefeated in that stadium. He was playing there. He was from Texas, so I thought that was a nice thing. Uh, Prescott did a lot better this day with three TDs. Uh, Zeke Elliott, I don't know what the hell's going on. He might want to file a missing persons report for him. Only yep. 30 He's yards. Another. He's another one. He's another one I had in my fantasy leagues and did absolutely nothing. Thanks, Zeke. That's- and then CD, yeah. Yeah, Elliott, I don't know, bro. I don't know what's up with him. Yeah, he's just not right. I'll tell you this, though. I really like what I see from a guy named Dalton Schultz. I like J-E-T-S. Yeah, I, I think you guys should pay him. I think he's perfect for you guys. I know. I was telling Dad, and he was, like, trying to see who it was and stuff. And then, <laughs> um, you know, but we need a tight end desperately. We didn't have, We don't have any tight ends. Even with Tyler Cross, healthy, he ain't that dude. Uh, Griffin, yo, but Griffin the West score a dynamic duo that we can't forget about that. Oh, yeah, you can't forget those are an elite duo. Yeah, that's that's something else. <laughs> but I am going to tell you this. Kyler Murray looked great. Chase Edmonds looked pretty good. Uh, A.J. Green doing what he does. Christian Kirk looked great, yeah. too. And then how about this? How about uh, Zach Ertz, 7 for 41? And then Antoine Wesley. Who the hell is Antoine Wesley? 4 for 30 and two touchdowns. Yeah. Unbelievable. The, and, and when this team is just, you know, they – Started out hot, they got a little slow, and then they got this win. And then if they get new Hopkins back, they're just going to be unstoppable. Uh, Michael Gallup goes down for an ACL. It's a tough loss. And uh, he's CD. a free agent. He's a free agent this Him year. Him and so. Godwin, two ACLs and free agents. It's terrible. But C.D. Lamb dropped a few passes, I think, um, or one pass or something. Uh, Amari Cooper gets the one touchdown. There's nothing else. Uh, Continuing his up and down play. Disappointing day for Dallas. They lose the chance to top seed and all that, but they they have clinched a division still, so they'll be just fine. But we'll see. Like I said, I'm not going to trust them to win a big game in the playoffs. I just don't believe. Yeah, it's it's, it's something else. I'll tell you, it really, really is, and um, gonna have to see what happens. But I'll tell you this, Jules. How about this game? How about uh? This is the game that now the Seahawks are out of playoff contention. But how about this? How about Russell Wilson? How where has this been for this whole season? Two hundred thirty-six yards. He had four touchdowns to DK. Um, what was it? DK Metcalf had three touchdowns. Tyler Lockett got one. Um, the Rashard Penny twenty-five carries, one hundred seventy yards, and two That's scores. Crazy. The Lions. Tim Boyle had to start. He two touchdowns, three picks. DeAndre Swift, let's file a missing persons report. Where the hell have you been? Four carries for 32 yards. Um, and this guy, they found a stud in Amonra, Amonra St. Brown. This guy is really good. Eight catches, 111 yards, and the score. Uh, they, they found a diamond in the rough with that guy for sure. But this yeah. Lions team is just really bad. You know, Dan Campbell's got his work cut out for him. But all I will say is that the Seahawks played really well. But, of course, it's against the Lions. So, um, this game was just – honestly, all I paid attention to it was for playoff implications and for meaning in uh, fantasy because I had Russell Wilson in two leagues. So, that's all I paid attention. But other than that, this game, we all knew what it was going to be. Now, it's the two important things here. Um, the first one is about the Jets, and the, we still hold their seventh pick despite the fact they won and they didn't move up in the draft order. That was fantastic. So hopefully they just lose next week to Arizona. We hold at seven. That would be great. Thank you, Jamal Adams, for the fantastic trade. And now he will be in a worse situation than the Jets are in. So that works out perfectly. And speaking of that, this is a big question for you. It's been tossed around the airwaves. Um, Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson, is this it for him next week? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And I, I think that. I'm going to say this. I do think that the Seahawks need to move on from Pete Carroll. They did give him an extension uh, last year. So they're going to, re- that's going to, I wonder if they're actually going to let him go. That's going to be easier said than done. But, you know, we've seen crazier. But Russell Wilson is as good as gone. He's in bed. He's unhappy. You could tell. And he needs to go to another team. He does. He needs to get away from Pete Carroll. 
And Pete Carroll, I think, has doomed this team. He really has. It's a they used to. This was a team a few years ago that was a force, and look at how everything just took a toll for the worse. You know, so ever since that play, they never recovered. No, ever since that interception in the Super Bowl that I love, and that's my favorite play ever. Worst play ever. Um, all I'm gonna say is, um, that both of them need to go, and the Seahawks got a lot of rebuilding to do. Yeah, and our trade with them really is going to set them behind the eight ball even more. But, yeah, I mean, for Pete Carroll, do you think he's done coaching him completely? Or do you think someone else would take him? Do you think he goes, well, he can't go back to college now because the jobs are filled up? Yeah, I don't. I think that what he does is I, I could see Pete Carroll getting fired and then taking a year off and then trying to get another job like Doug Peterson. Oh, yeah, it could be a situation like that. That makes good sense. So. We're going to have to see what happens. It's going to be interesting. But if they keep Pete Carroll, I think that's foolish. Yeah, they got to just blow everything up. Like, the message is stale at this point. It's so embarrassing. Seahawks fans, I'm sorry you have to deal with that. But also, another domino effect. If Russell Wilson leaves, then you're going to see DK Metcalf pull some nonsense and want to be traded. Yeah, because I heard he's been causing issues this year. So that's yeah, definitely a, troublemaker, a true yeah. thing. I never realized he was that type of person, I guess, until things started coming up this year. But um, I understand it's been a tough situation, so I guess I can't fully blame him for now, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this next game's a laugher for me. It was the Chargers and the Broncos. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm just going <laughs> to tell you this. I basically expected this to happen. 34-13, you know, um, Justin Herbert the week before had struggled. Drew Locke is not a guy who is a – NFL uh, quarterback, I'm sorry, he's not. He's too inconsistent. Did okay yeah. in this game. Um, the rushing attack for the Broncos was non-existent in this game. Uh, Noah Fant, remember the name because he went off. This game 692 and a touchdown. But when you look at the Chargers, you know, Justin Herbert needed a comeback game. This was it. Austin Eckler comes off the COVID list and plays really well, 58 rushing yards and a touchdown. Mike Evans, the, the receiving core didn't really do much. Mike Williams, three for 63 in a score. Keenan Allen, four for 44 in a score. Other than that, it was really quiet. The defense played really well. But uh, I'm just going to say this game was what we all expected it to be. Yeah, good Edwards, eh, for sure. Um, and Herbert gets back on track. And now they have a huge game next week against the Raiders, so everything on the line. Absolutely. It's going to be really fun to watch that, definitely. Definitely. So a few more games left. This one, the Saints and the Panthers. That's oh, it. God. To even talk about this is embarrassing. You're just going <laughs> to get this from me. Uh, two bad teams. Uh, and the Saints won because, you know, they had all their players back. Sam Darnold did what it 17 26, a buck 32 in an interception. Not surprised. Chubba Hubbard. Uh, 55 in its score. And then <laughs> the, rece- the receiving core was non-existent. <laughs> Robbie Anderson, two for 10. The guy's just a no-show. Uh, DJ Moore, three for 29. Embarrassing. Their leading receiver was their tight end, Ian Thomas, for 33 yards. And you look at the Saints, Tatesom Hill comes back, plays okay. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 32 rushing yards. Uh, Marquise Callaway is a guy who you're going to hear about for a long time because this guy is going off every week. He's really good. Yeah, he's been under the radar, especially since the Saints team's been kind of blah this year. I mean, you think you just think of Kamara, but he's been solid. He had almost 100 yards. Uh, he's been making good progress this year. Kamara does his thing. And, yeah, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold. You know, we've, we've seen enough. We know enough. He is what he is. Uh, the Panthers need to find the quarterback ASAP. And is Matt Rule going to be joining some coaches that get fired? Uh, yeah, the, the owner has buyer's remorse. He admitted it. He said he should. Oh, be wow. Did he? He said that the, <laughs> oh, a, a, somebody said he told <laughs> he told a report they have buyer's remorse for that contract. They don't like it. I think he could get fired. If he said that, then, yeah, you got to get rid of him. And that and I'll be honest, that coaching job is not is not uh, attractive either. No, because there's no quarterback and like they have some good pieces on defense and offense, but like the quarterbacks what drives the bus and you're not going to get a big name quarterback sign up to go to Carolina. So you're going to have to draft someone. Yeah. And they're going to have to definitely do that. It's something else, man, but this team is bad. The saints get the win. I mean, they're eight and eight, the Panthers five and 11 and yeah. 
that this game to me was so embarrassing. I forgot they were even playing it when they showed a highlight on four o'clock. I'm like, wait, they're playing. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of the games that if you have something better to do, you'll need to watch it. You don't watch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, turn on something else. Turn on, turn on yeah. Netflix or Netflix and chill yeah. for that game. So. Yeah, that was brutal. I can't believe the Saints might even make the playoffs. That's crazy too. Like they might be one of the worst playoff teams ever if they make it. Yeah, I know, and they're gonna be one and done. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna I, be bad. Yeah, sure. I, we'll see if they end up making it because there's a lot on the line for that. And then speaking of another game that I actually didn't watch, I'll be honest with you, I saw like a little bit, but it wasn't worth watching Vikings Packers because Kirk Cousins wasn't playing. It was embarrassing. It was was brutal. Yeah. I mean, Manning's not an NFL quarterback. I don't know who they drafted, but the fact that he's not ready to play is really embarrassing that they have to put out Manning and they drafted this guy. Uh, It's Kellen Mons in the third round, and he was not the answer either. Mike Zimmer snapped when asked about why he wasn't in there and all that. Now, people, and and like Big Steve especially, are saying that Mike Zimmer should get fired. What do you, I don't think that's going to happen. Do you think there's any chance they let him go? No, I don't think this year. I think they give him next year. But, yeah, he, we need to see more from him because it's just too much mediocrity. Yep, he's stuck in the middle, never good enough, never bad enough, and that's the worst place to be. Exactly. So it's really, really bad, man. It really is. It, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's embarrassing. <laughs> and the Packers do what they do. Devontae Adams crushes souls like he did mine in my fantasy. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. It's all good, bro. Yeah, it's all right. It's Devontae Adams. Yep. And then um, real quick, all I'll say is Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers is actually not a foregone conclusion now because his, his um, relationship with the team has grown, and now he actually might want to stay. Wow, that's interesting because I thought he was still going to be done even if he won it all. So that's that's noteworthy. Uh, you never know what can happen, but things are going well. I mean, the team's great. They're going to be the best team in the NFC. I think um, we're, we're going to have a big playoff talks, obviously, but I don't see how you pick anyone besides the Packers to go to the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know how you don't do that either. It's going to be uh, they're just really that good. They could breeze right through it. Their offense is good. Their defense is getting better. And everything's going well for them. For yeah, sure. they run the ball well. Like, I can't see anything wrong, honestly. Exactly. Except, except Smith. Is Smith coming back? Um, Zadarius? Yeah, I think he is. Okay. Well, that makes it even a better case. Yeah, so they're going to be good. They're going to be all right. But the last game on the slate is the Steelers and the Browns and Brent Roethlisberger's basically last game at Heinz Field. And didn't really play well. 123 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Najee Harris went off 28 for nearly 200 yards and a score. Uh, Ray Ray uh, Deontay Johnson, eight for 31 yards and a touchdown. My God, filth, disgusting. Uh, And they got the win over the Browns because the Browns team is horrible. And Baker Mayfield, like you said earlier, can't throw it past the line of scrimmage. He's not the answer. Nick Chubb didn't do well. Um, and Donovan, Be- Donovan Peoples-Jones with their leading receiver is just really bad. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger retiring, I think it was inevitable. I think that it was overdue. And all I'll say is congrats, Ben, on a great career, but you're not going to get any praise from me anymore. Me either. I don't like him. He's not going to get any praise from me. He's a Hall of Famer. Like, he's won the Super Bowls and all that. But, like, I have no love for Ben Roethlisberger. That's not changing. We know what he did. We don't need to go into detail about it. Um not a good person by any means, so don't let anyone fool you into thinking that. Um, but he did, he won ugly like he has for a lot of his career because Baker Mayfield's fraudulent. He's terrible. One, he's absolutely garbage, Baker Mayfield. The guy talks a big game. He does nothing. Can't even get the ball past the line of scrimmage. The Browns couldn't block anyone. That one interception, he actually two picks. The one was just brutal. That last, the first one was brutal. He had um, the joke who opened and he like overthrew that and like underthrew someone else. Like it was just really bad to watch. I don't know why they didn't use Nick Chubb in that last series in the first half, too. I don't know what that was about either. Um, Harris is the story, like you said. Rollisberger most likely gets his last home game with Pittsburgh. Uh, Mike Tomlin, another season of not losing 15 straight years with not a losing record. So, I got to give credit for that because that's never happened before. Yep, and I'm going to give him credit too because he uh, every year they have a winning record. They might not get into the playoffs, but it's a winning record, so that's an accomplishment. He's won two Super Bowls as a coach. I mean, he, well, he's won a Super Bowl with the Steelers years ago, 
but all I'm going to say is that Tom Tomlin had to deal with mediocrity at the quarterback position, all the uh, diva wide receiver, especially what he's had to deal with with Antonio Brown behind the scenes back in the day. Oh. Everyone, everyone keeps forgetting that Antonio Brown was a stealer because it was so long ago because that's how long. But, uh, but yeah, so that's something else. You know, he's they're going to be looking for a quarterback. They'll draft somebody. Don't count them out of the uh, – Garoppolo sweepstakes or the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, you know. Well, that good Garoppolo, no. <laughs> oh, but we'll see what happens, man. That's going to be something else. Yeah, bro. I mean, I got to say, the Steelers found a way. How about, oh, another big story here. How about TJ Watt? He's closing in on straight hand sack record. He has 21 and a half, I think. And he only played 12 or 13 games. That's subhuman. Yeah, he's he's an amazing player, TJ Watt. He's just consistent every year. He gets double digit sacks. He's every anything and everything you could hope for in a pass rusher. And I think he does break that record. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, especially because the Ravens got some either Lamar or Hundley that's going to move around. He can definitely get that next week. Um, Chase Claypool is a no show, but Roethlisberger threw the ball forty six times. He had one hundred twenty three yards. Like his arm is so shot, he can't even throw deep anymore. This has to be a um, it's enough. Um, he's played 18 years with one team, which is remarkable, obviously. And um, the Steelers are probably not making the playoffs. They need a ton of help. So next week's going to be it. Yeah, next week's going to be it. Yeah, they need a lot of things to go right, and it's going to be easier said than done. So 100%. So that was week 17. You know, a lot of playoff implication. Week 18, next we'll do our show this week. And then what we'll do is we got the play after next week. What we'll do is we'll do our playoff show because the playoffs are going to be after next week and it's going to be a super wild card weekend we get prepared for. So I'm excited. How oh, me too. It's going to be sick. I've been thinking about this for a while now, trying to put the playoff brackets together. A lot of pieces are full of the puzzle. Uh, Thursday is going to be awesome or whatever day we end up doing the preview for this week. Cause we can go through all the scenarios and like how the bracket's going to look too. Uh, I'm excited, bro. It's that time of year. I can't believe it. We get week 18 for the first time ever. It's going to be something. Absolutely, bro. It's going to be fun. Uh, Playoff football, there's nothing like it. And we got a lot to do. 100%. So let's end it how we know how. Go ahead. All right. So Grunt Talks and Mobile is the website. We have baseball, football content. Lots of it coming very soon. Crazy time of year. Now, Instagram is Grunt Talks Team. Twitter, you guys us Grunt Talks and Mobile. You guys on Facebook, Twitch, and <laughs> there TikTok. Go. There you yes, go. Yes, I figured out the Twitch now. Finally, to add that in there. So, personal Twitter, Julian Guardi one. Instagram, Julian Guardi eleven. Brother, take it away. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Uh, personal Twitter, B Thompson eighty one. Personal Instagram, Bobby Thompson eighty one. As Julian alluded to, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, you name it, Reddit. Every, we're everywhere oh, so yes, and we course, are already <laughs> and of course check all of our content on the juggernaut the website exclusively on grunttalksmob.com all right let's do it